Eric Spolstra joins us here. And Coach, I wanted to ask you, because I, I, I heard you address it earlier today, and you've always been, hey, we're good with what we have. We don't want to, you, you, you say consistently, we don't care what anybody thinks. Do you seek out the outside noise just as a sense of inspiration or to pass along? Do you have it fed to you? The last week in particular, how do you consume that? How do you keep up with everything coming on the outside? I don't really use it to motivate me, you know, certainly not anymore, maybe early on in my career. Um, and I think that's okay. You know, we have a lot of guys on our team that have big chips on their shoulders and that's uh, served them well. And I think collectively that's given us a, a massive sized chip that uh, allows us to take on huge challenges. But I think you, you search for something deeper than that. You know, you, you, you look for deeper motivation uh, that usually comes with experience. Sometimes it usually comes with pain uh, of losses uh, in the playoffs uh, where you can be motivated by a group um, that's coming together to do something special. That's something that, that's truly bigger than yourself, that you have to really commit to a common mission. Uh, and that's a deeper motivation that I'm driven by. And I love it when teams can get to that point. Uh, look, we live in a microwave society right now. So everybody wants change. Everybody wants something different, something new. That's not always proven, you know, certainly probably proven more often that that doesn't necessarily sure. work. We feel uh, great about our squad that we have that incredible um, privilege to be able to bring back a lot of players that uh, on a team that, went to the finals and experienced a great deal the last two or three years. I think those experiences can help you. But also we feel like we're different. We feel like we fortified our roster in a way that most people probably didn't even notice, and nor do we care if they've noticed. <laughs> uh, but we feel like we're bigger. Uh, uh, we have more length. We have more versatility. Uh, we can play in a lot of different ways. We're younger um, at some, some spots. Um, but we also have that veteran um, experience, you know, with Jimmy and K-Love and Kyle. Uh, and then we have the mid-vet type guys like, uh, you know, Bam and, and Caleb. Um, and then we have the young guys that are going to infuse that energy. So we think it's a good balance of our roster. And we're one of those teams. I know we're one of those teams. I know when you walk into camp and you're one of those teams uh, that can compete. Anybody on the outside, particularly people that don't know, <laughs> that don't know the business, that sure. have never sat in this chair, have never been in a locker room, they say, this is the team that will win it. You don't know. You just want to be one of those teams that can compete for it, and we are certainly one of them. Coach Bo, I, I got to ask, um, with everything that happened this offseason, just how excited are you to get back in the gym with a guy like Tyler Hero, whose name has been just floated out there all the way, and he's been tweeting, and you've seen all the response he's had from it, a lot of it positive, him even tweeting out, talking about getting a Dame Lillard jersey with the Bucks. Um team logo on it, him being a Milwaukee guy, just how excited are you to get back as a tactician with him and the guys you have coming back from last year and the new injection of talent um, to try and prove, I mean, not that you're proving to the outside, but prove that you guys can contend for a championship again. Yeah, uh, I, I think Tyler, you know, has really got an introduction to this business, you know, in, in a way that's probably different than, than some, but I think it's always good for young players you know, to go through that and, you know, to have all the noise and, and have all the perspective because you're going to get all of it uh, in this league. And Tyler, in, in four short years, has been celebrated, you know, as uh, the next coming and also, you know, criticized. And I can relate to that. You know, my first four or five years, it was uh, very similar. Every offseason, it was, it was more about when I was going to get fired, not if. Uh, and to deal with all that, it, it forces you to learn how to compartmentalize and 
focus on the things that you can control. I know it sounds like a cliche, but that helps you uh, ultimately in this league because um, everything has exponentially grown. You know, the social media attention, uh, the fan base is getting really impatient. Uh, a lot of this stuff can be confusing for young players. Uh, you can use it as motivation, but again, you need to also find a deeper motivation eventually. Uh, and then to answer your second part of the, the question, yes, I'm, I'm excited to work with the new players um, like Thomas, um, like the opportunity to bring back Jay Rich. Mm. You know, it feels like a family member coming back. Um, you know, looking forward to working with Jaquez, uh, who is a veteran. You know, he has great deep, uh, NCAA tournament experience and we think that matters uh, he played in games that have uh, context you know and consequences mm. and he's played extremely well in those games where he's w really impacted winning uh, so I'm looking forward to getting him in, in, in the mix as well as, as, as well as all the other you know young players that are coming in Eric Spolster with us, two-time head coach champion Miami Heat with us on ESPN 106.3. And so uh, I, I want to ask you, Spo, and I consider you the best coach in the NBA, period. And I know you're humble. You'd say, oh, there's a lot. My, my contemporaries are, are very good at what they do as well. I consider you that. And one of the things you kept saying during the postseason run last year is we embrace the suffering. We embrace the suffering. I'm a distance runner. I legitimately had you in my head as the summer was unbearable in heat, replaying that in my head over and over again. Is that something you've always had? Is that something you developed getting under the Pat Riley umbrella? Where does that come from? How do you pass that along? All of your your life experiences and the experiences in the, in this business and our players have gone through so many of those similar experiences. That's why we try to bring in like-minded people, uh, and you know to have the greatest successes in this league. I think sometimes you, you unfortunately have to go through uh, the worst um, losses uh, and failures uh, in this league. And I, I call it a gift. You know, when you have a gift of surviving adversity and gaining those lessons and then overcoming them and then achieving something greater than that, um, I think is an amazing um, opportunity and experience. And I think our team last year was able to go through all that. It was a very frustrating regular season due to injuries, missed games, tough losses, and it ended up fueling us and fortifying us and preparing us for the playoffs in a way that... Uh, you know, is really admirable and something that we'll take with us for the rest of our lives. I, I think those will be lessons, I, I mentioned it last year, that we're going to pass along to our kids. You know, that adversity is good sure. if you approach it uh, the right way. Coach Bo, speaking of approaching uh, adversity the right way, for the I know this is out of your concern, but for the Heat fans that are going to be filling the arena uh, this year and rooting on the Heat to try and get you guys the victories, what can you say to them? What, what kind of message can you give to them? Maybe a bit of coaching, uh, life coaching to them for them to not only buy into what you guys are cooking up this all season coming into camp, um, but then also just deal with all the uncertainty. I mean, some of their favorite players were being marketed. Guys that they wanted on the Heat didn't end up coming per se. So what do you say to those Heat fans that um, are going to continue to support but kind of went through a weird offseason as well. Yeah, just uh, just help us, fuel us, you know, motivate us, inspire us. Uh, our, our group really loves competing for this fan base. Uh, and when I said it at the top of, uh, of my media session, I truly mean this. This is not just coach speak. We have one of those teams that can compete for a title. Do not take that for granted because I've also sat in a chair just like this going into training camps before where you don't have one of those teams. And it doesn't matter 
what anybody else is doing. It is the toughest thing any professional team will do is to rally around a common mission and ultimately be the last team standing. I know for sure, uh, based on all my experiences, you cannot win an NBA title on a piece of paper or what prognosticators think or what Vegas thinks, all that. Uh, it has to be decided in June in between those four lines. Uh, and as the Heat fan base knows, we're built for that. I love it. Uh, uh, Ken, we got one more. One more. And he's got to keep it pushing, so I know you want to close it yeah. out there strong. Coach, really appreciate the time. I'll two-part this and uh, let you let you get on with that your media That sounds day. like two questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it in a savvy way here. Uh, so so this offseason, how much contact are you having with the front office as all the rumors are swirling? But also, too, I wanted to throw in a BAM question. Uh, when is BAM going to get the proper respect for the type of two-way play, uh, player he's developing into? I don't know. The, the, the BAM one perplexes me because he legitimately is one of the very best two-way basketball players on this entire planet, and I wish he would get celebrated for that more. Uh, he, at his age, probably has as many playoff wins uh, as anybody in the league, um, you know, for, certainly from his draft class. The dude impacts winning and he's all about the right things uh he's going to be the culture bearer for us moving forward you know particularly as ud moves on um but he's he's going to be the ultimate winner and i think it'll probably take winning a, a title for people to really truly look at him differently he's won a gold medal was one of the most impactful players on that usa team uh, so i'm looking forward to him having a great year on the floor and as a leader in the locker room uh and then the second part of your question was what uh, with with Since the communication, <laughs> and I appreciate you addressing yeah. oh, the communication, the communication yeah. with the front <laughs> office. Yeah. Pat and I talk all the time, so that that's not even a a, a legitimate question. There's not meetings. We just we're always either texting, calling, or uh, sitting in each other's office. Uh, that's uh, the the beauty and and uh, what I'm so grateful about is our, our relationship and how it's grown. Spo, appreciate it. I'm the play-by-play voice of FAU, so I'm looking forward to you getting on campus. I'll probably run into you guys here uh, as camp gets going. Uh, have a great camp upcoming, okay? All right. Appreciate it. That See you up there.